Do you have a superpower? Well, let's not be silly, but you may have a supernatural gift from God. That's right, once this gift is given to you, the man upstairs does expect you to use it. So today's question, what are these gifts and are they the same as talents? And how do you discover your spiritual gift? Hey friend, we are on a Jesus journey. There is a good chance you are coming to him with a load of religious baggage in tow, but I want you to know that God doesn't make mistakes. He will use those experiences to grow your faith in amazing ways if we let him. From ex-Mormon, lost for 20 years, to born again, he is still working on me every single day. Here, we are learning honest answers to help us to build that relationship with our Creator. But we're not stopping there, friends. We are finding faith, living faith, and learning to use our spiritual and creative God-given gifts to share that faith. As Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act to fulfill His great purpose. You are not alone. He loves you and His wisdom from above brings peace into our hearts and lives when we walk with Him because we are not ready to give up on Jesus after religion. This is Finding Faith Above. Okay, so why should you care about spiritual gifts anyways? All right, let's break this down. You have now found Jesus. You realize he has been waiting for you this whole time, and now you are binging these episodes and learning who God is and how to live a Christian life and how to build that stronger, better relationship with God where Jesus truly knows you and you know him. It's wonderful. You're learning, you're growing, and living as a Christian woman. It hasn't been easy ditching all those old bad beliefs about God and religion after leaving the church, but slowly but surely, God has held your hand. You still have so much more to grow, and it's going to be fun along this journey, but you know that you know, you know that you know that you are transformed, you are reborn, and you belong to God. And now what? You start to get this little this little tingle. You want to share. <laughs> Not just a little share, but you want everyone to know God's love. That great commission, the last thing Jesus asked us to do in Matthew chapter 28 to bring Jesus and his good news to the world. You are not sure how to make this happen, but you know that he has equipped you in his perfect way. You know you are different since you came to him. You've changed. But just how different are you? And could this difference of the Holy Spirit in you be more than just a guide? All right. So what are spiritual gifts anyway? Spiritual gifts. When I first heard of this, I did not know what it was or why they were any different than anything else that God has done for us. After all, God did create us in his image and knit us together in our mama's womb. So isn't our whole life and every part of our being really just a gift? But spiritual gifts, as they are defined in biblical terms, are a set of gifts that are special. They come with requirements and are not something that we manifest or something that was created in us from birth. Like grace, they are a gift and something we don't deserve, but we truly are given by the Holy Spirit within us. So where do these gifts actually come from? All right, let's take this back to what church is, because that's really what this kind of 
breaks down to. The church is defined as the body of Christ, and Christ is the head. We say body in these terms, and we we think of just like the gathering of people, right? I mean, when we when we hear that term now, we just think it's a it's a body of people, it's a group of people, right? But I want you to think of this a little bit more literally. It actually is a body. <laughs> that body has arms and legs and toes and ears and even a belly button that prevents us from looking weird in swimsuits. I don't know why it just does. <laughs> Paul explains in his letters in the New Testament that every member of the body, even the funny little pinky toes, have a purpose, a value, a reason from God to help build up the body. Super cool, right? But what does this have to do with spiritual gifts? Well, you are not a member of this body until you truly surrender your your life to God. Accept Jesus as your salvation and Savior from your sinful ways and are truly transformed. When you are transformed, you are born again as a believer and adopted into the family of God. Your soul is made new and with that... This is the good part, comes the Holy Spirit that fills your soul. It is God within you. And from this, we are given gifts. We are given spiritual gifts from this gift of the Holy Spirit. These gifts are entrusted to us because we have discovered the true purpose of this life. To know God and to make God known, his glory gives us peace. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. We are because of him. These gifts are not to be given to us by any human or manifested on our own. They are a gift. These gifts are given to us as the means by which we are to share the good news. They're unique to each of us. Through these gifts, we become essential members, like pinky toes and fingers and whatnot, of the body. That is how highly he thinks of us. As his adopted children, he entrusts us with gifts that build the body up and bring glory to him. We are all essential pieces of that. And that gift helps us to make that happen. Pretty cool, right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. So what does the Bible have to say about spiritual gifts and what are they? All right, so we're going to just kind of do a a real quick breakdown of what these are. I would love in future episodes to really just get so much more into these gifts and how you can use them. But let's just take a look at what the Bible actually says about these gifts. And I don't know about you, but I didn't get any of this grown up in the church. (laughs) Callings were assigned by higher ups. And I wonder if those gifts are a thing in the church. I, I honestly don't really know if that's something that they talk about or not because I don't remember it. But in the Bible, they are very much a thing. And our calling is an outpouring of this gift from the Spirit. There are three main passages where these gifts are outlined and a few others in addition, uh, in additional passages. Let's look at those passages and what they say about these gifts. So first is Romans 12, 4 through 8. For as one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ 
according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So in that one, we have prophecy, service, teaching, exhortation, which is the stimulation of faith or encouragement, uh, giving, which is contributing generosity, leadership, which is authority or ruling, mercy, which is sympathy, comfort to the sorrowing. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another various kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administration, and various kinds of tongues. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, and then additionally 28. So from that, we have knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, which is doing great deeds, discernment of spirits, tongues, which is speaking in languages never learned, interpretation of tongues, apostles, helps, administration, which is governments, and getting others to work together. And that was the second passage. Now let's look at another one. This is Ephesians 4.11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, and the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So in that one, we then get evangelist and then pastor, which is caring for God's people. And additionally, we also have a few kind of scattered throughout the letters then as well. Uh, we have celibacy, which is 1 Corinthians 7.7. 7. Uh, voluntary poverty, which is 1 Corinthians 13.3. Martyrdom, which is 1 Corinthians 13.3. Missionary, Ephesians 3.6-8. Hospitality, which is 1 Peter 4.9. And then some people, and then where... I really dove deep into a few really great books in this when I was learning about spiritual gifts and kind of getting my footing as to what it all was about. And a few different ones uh, kind of came up that the people who study this very intently, people who are much smarter than me <laughs> on all of this, but really study it intently, they feel like these uh, could also be additionally added. And, uh, and that was um, intercession, deliverance, and then leading worship. And is this all of them? Is this all? Are there more? Are we sure that spiritual gifts still even exist today? 
Okay, so we just talked about spiritual gifts this whole time, and I really convinced you that this was something that was like for real, right? Which I totally believe it is, but there are other ways of thinking. Let me just say this. Even within modern Christianity today, there is debate around spiritual gifts. Some people are what we call sensationists, meaning that this is this starts with a C, C-E-S-S-A-T-I-O-N. I-S-T-S, so it's kind of spelled a little differently, meaning they believe the need for spiritual gifts was reserved for the early church and gifts are no longer needed. And basically these gifts died out. So, you know, we, we learn so much about um, the power of healing in the Bible and, and really all the different apostles and, and their gift that they had in healing. And do we see that today in the same respect I don't know. I think some people kind of debate some of this, but others are continuists and they fully believe they are alive and well today because that is what the Bible tells us and doesn't indicate anywhere that it had an expiration. And even within those two camps, there are many variations. Some believe there are many more gifts than just these and that God appropriates gifts however he sees fit, and it isn't just limited to what's here on the page. And within churches, there is a variety of positions, and even seminaries, whole institutions, hold different beliefs around spiritual gifts. So what do you think? My personal experience lands me in the, yes, there are definitely spiritual gifts from God, and the Bible tells me so camp, (laughs) but you may feel very differently about that. But one thing I do want to say is that spiritual gifts are not the same thing as our creative talents or other God-given qualities. Part of my personal experience has been the fact that I do believe God gave me certain creative talents, gifts you could say, from birth, because he, as my creator, like I said, knit me together in my mama's womb. But these are not the same as spiritual gifts. I could have used this talent of artistry for all sorts of things, non-Christian things. And, and I guess I did to some extent, you know, I have all sorts of Western paintings and different stuff that have nothing to do with, you know, bringing people necessarily to Jesus. But spiritual gifts are given to you when you become part of the body of Christ and are used for his purpose. Yes, he absolutely is going to use your talents, your personality, your interests to further and enhance this gift, but it is not inherent in us. It is a gift. For instance, you may have the talent of being a great writer. That's a talent. You also grew that talent. You took courses and became better and better at communicating. Now, you are following Jesus, and the Holy Spirit has brought you the gift of teaching. Not something you ever really had before. You were a writer, but you weren't a teacher of God's word. But it is your gift, and God knew that your talent combined with that gift of teaching that he gave you, you are not able to share on a whole different level. His good news is something that you can use through your talents, but then also with that gift. So how do we discover our spiritual gifts? How do you know what gifts you have been given? 
I can't tell you the perfect instructions for finding your gift, but what I can tell you is as you build your relationship with God and and read his word and follow him and trust him, you will find how he has gifted you. He will make that clear to you. I am by nature an artist. I'm also a questioner. (laughs) Someone who is a a visual and, and introspective. But until I accepted Jesus, the Bible often felt like gibberish to me. <laughs> there wasn't a ton that really moved me. And I, I hate to say that, but it's, it's true. It, it just, um, it wasn't clear to me. But after I had my moment of surrender, I can't even explain the difference in the way the words have just such intense meaning for me. Is that a gift? The more I read, trust him, and go where he leads me, the more wisdom is unfolded to me. Do I think this is a gift? My experience would tell me yes. All gifts are unique to each individual person because it really is all about how God plans to use you. How he chooses to reveal that to you will be unique as well. But here's some ways that you can start to work on this. And if you're wanting to even just build that relationship with God, he's going to just make this all clear for you. Because once we have him inside us, it's so hard to just keep it in there. We just want to share it. So he's going to give you ways to be able to do that. But read the word and build that relationship with him. That is how he speaks to us. So that's going to be number one. Number two, pray. Talk to him about it. Ask him to show you how he intends on using you to build the body of Christ and be willing to listen to where that leads you. Learn about spiritual gifts. So books, your church, all churches have very different takes on this. So if you know, you go to a certain particular church and they have a certain belief system and that's not aligning with kind of how you feel about it. It's okay to ask around and, and talk to other people because like I said, this is very varying. <laughs> uh, reputable people within the church and those around you that you can talk to who are close to Christ is, is so important about this. By learning more about your place and where you fit in the church will become clear. That's right. You are a member of the body of Christ. So where do you fit and how can you use your gift there? Number four, try it out for size. If you feel you are being led to a certain calling, follow it. You won't know if it's truly a gift unless you use it. All right. So what to do with your gifts from here? Discover more, read more, Learn more. (laughs) Knowing how God has gifted you to build up the body of Christ means we can further understand his love for us. He thinks that highly of you to give you this special place in his church to build and to help and to do the last thing that Jesus commanded, to make disciples of all nations, the Great Commission, to know God and to make him known. A book I would highly suggest and one that I have used in developing this particular podcast and blog, as well as kind of enhancing my own understanding and belief around spiritual gifts, is Discover Your Spiritual Gifts by C. Peter Wagner. I also enjoyed the audio version of Understanding Spiritual Gifts by Sam Storms, if you're an audio person. And if you're listening to this podcast, that means you probably are. (laughs) So Audible does have that one. The more you learn, the more you see what you're being called to. And yes, these gifts will lead you to your calling. 
It is your place as a member of the body of Christ. No person can assign this. It is from God. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening today. And if you felt like this was just a really cool episode, share it with your friends. Send it out there. More people that listen, the more we build up the body of Christ. So share it with your friends. And if you really enjoyed it, one of the best ways that you can thank me is by giving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that truly helps this podcast to be able to reach more people. It helps with the... uh, with being recommended to other people who are also in search of building that relationship with Christ. So thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you next time.